0: Welcome back to The Indie, the podcast from the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent. Hi, Molly McEnany, the host of The Indie, and this week is everything best of Santa Barbara. I'm here with Executive Arts Editor Charles Donilon, as well as KEYT's John Terry. So first off, John, congrats for your best of win this year. Quite the trifecta.
1: Thank you. I, I feel like I'm right up there with a, a super burrito or something in, in Santa Barbara.
0: <laughs> well, you did win in three categories in digital media and technology best Santa Barbara Twitter follow, Instagram follow, and celebrity. So, being someone who's been in journalism for many years, how have you had to adapt to the changing media environment?
1: I, you know, I didn't know that I would be able to do that. I don't have the fastest thumbs on my phone, I didn't have the most modern phone at one point. I am clumsy and and have a lot of things about me all the time with a big laptop but not a pad. I have a phone, I have two phones, I have police radios, I have a note, I still have a notepad, I still walk around with the real hard copy of the Santa Barbara independent in my hands, you know, quite often. I take papers around with me. So it doesn't the formula doesn't quite fit. If I wasn't me and looking at me, I would say that isn't the formula that says this guy is Mr. Techno. However, it's what you have to learn to survive and to reach the audience where they need to be reached sometimes. People are not always watching TV. They're certainly not always listening to the radio that I grew up with. I mean, who has a radio at home they turn on and listen to AMFM like I do? And I'm still in a box you know, that you plug in or have three batteries in the back. But I said, there's got to be a way to do that. How does that work? And I thought I could be the one coming from the gray-haired side down then the other side up.
0: Definitely. And I think that adapting to how fast people consume news every day is what it takes to build that following. But on to Best Local Celebrity, how do you feel about beating out some of these other local stars? I mean, that must feel pretty cool.
1: It is. I've done a lot of effort to help nonprofits and help groups raise money and to be positive in my nature around town. That may be it. You know, sometimes when you stand in front of a fire or flood for two or three days straight, you, you get a lot of recognition for that. But truly nothing I do out there works without 30 or 40 people behind me somewhere else doing something, whether it's my immediate camera person The technology at the TV station, radio station, the people punching the buttons, there's so much behind that has to happen before I could ever appear to tell anybody anything to be present. But when I do, I want to be super ready. And that's why I don't get a lot of sleep. I worry a lot. And um, I try to be as clear and succinct and caring and passionate about the communities that I report on. And that's been my style that I learned from other people years ago, you know, an old image of a reporter who's maybe gruff and smokes and drinks a lot. That wasn't me back in the day, but there's other people that get embedded in communities and have more heart and passion. I said, maybe I can, I came out of a family like that. So I'm applying that to my reporting and maybe that's what's firing off. But I got to say without the whole team, I don't get to say one word.
2: I'm going to jump in and uh, ask a couple of questions myself, John, because uh, I just finished writing most of the best of issue and thinking about the whole city. And uh, And I was really touched by some of the answers that you gave, because I think you do go out of your way to participate, not just represent Santa Barbara, but you know, you're part of it. Do you feel like when you're out, you see the best of Santa Barbara? Is that, is that something that you feel you could uh, address, the idea of what's the best of Santa Barbara?
1: I know the best exists. Sadly, the last year and a half, there's been the undercurrent has come up both on social media and in person. There have been some vocal negatives. I think we've used the term haters. They tend to get the headlines or or make a lot of noise, even on the street when we're reporting. I don't want people to think it's all, I mean, I get a lot of high Johns and thumbs up and pats on the back and, screams out of car windows and smiles and selfies and all that. There's no disputing that. But there's also a time when we have to be very careful as reporters about who's around us and their dislike for the media or how the media is reporting things, not the way they want it reported. So to answer your question, there is the best of Santa Barbara out there. And many of us whether it's in our jobs or out in our personal life or in our nonprofit work, promote good behavior and camaraderie and good citizenship and good community spirit. But we do know that that other element is omnipresent.
2: Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the exposure that you get through social media, through Twitter and Instagram has uh, put you in line for more of that pushback? Is that something that you've noticed?
1: Absolutely, and I'll even take it further if you want to break it down. Instagram is the most aggressive by far. The responses of Instagram are either the most mean sometimes. And then uh, I have two Facebook pages and Facebook can go maybe uh, 80% positive, 20% mean spirited. And Twitter, I don't get a lot of comments back on that platform. But I'd say Instagram is the one i check to see who's possibly said something that's way out of line. I'll delete those. I don't delete. That's another thing. I don't delete a lot. Even the, the haters. Once in a while, I do if I think it's just starting to snowball against me or just way out of line. And I tell my friends, we talk about this all the time. I mean, if we were at Joe's right now talking and I tell you the story, it'd be the same thing I say saying now is that I could say, Viva La Fiesta, can't wait to get confetti all in my mustache and have a fun time. And someone say, oh, you're against a certain segment of the community and you're hiding it. Or I can report on like I did possibly 14 of the 18 May fires, right? The town was burning up before the big one that almost burned up TVL, and started a whole other political reaction, okay? I may be reporting on these fires. Someone would write, you hate the homeless and you always have. And I'm like, no, I don't hate the homeless. I just don't want one of these 14 fires to burn down somebody's apartment building because they're right next to them on Wentworth, on Rancheria, on uh, Las Positas, on La Cumbra on Fairview, on Patterson. I've been to the, all of those, right? I can go on and on with the street names, Garden, Carrillo, Cabrillo, Milpas. I've been at every one of those fires. And I say, at one point, there's going to be a wind It's going to blow something down and we're going to have problems. I didn't hate the people that you know, were cooking. That wasn't it. So that's what I've been seeing with social media. But at the same time, someone who lives there says, thanks for reporting on this. The politicians and etc. cetera should take note of this and take action.
2: It sounds like people are, uh, are picking the little specific issues that feel important to them and not necessarily responding to the total big picture topic that you're presenting. So I'm sure that's hard. I noticed when I was reading your answers that uh, I'm just going to put it in a really straightforward question. Do you, do you ever get any sleep, John? How do you manage that? <laughs>
1: I try to, but I do wake up in the middle of the night and I have a knack for listening to emergency radio transmissions. And sometimes something catches my ear. What is kind of quirky is that there's at least one or two other members of the freelance press, mainly that will get up and go on fires or rollovers or something significant with weather in the middle of the night. One is a dentist in Montecito. <laughs> who shoots for another publication. And it's almost one of those when you show up and they're there. And even the battalion chiefs sometimes were saying, I was waiting for you guys to show up. It's could be, you know, two o'clock in the morning. Now your, your next question is, am I wearing my pajamas or not? <laughs> there are other people that say I sleep with a suit and tie on too. So there, there's two different <laughs> factions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Considering you have your nose to the ground or, I guess, ear to the radio, as you said, are there any other best ofs that we're missing? Are there any ideas for including new categories next year?
1: You know, I've thought about that and I've been always wanting to submit things. You know, I guess always after the edition, you think of something. But there are like I'm in a group, not that I would think I would win this. Somebody like Andrew Firestone or Drew Wakefield or Jeff Green might win this category. And Charles probably knows what I'm talking about. But there's a group that does MC and auction hosting work around town. And there's about five or six of us to about 10 of us that are called frequently to host events. And there's a lot of effort that goes into that. It makes a lot of money for nonprofits, but it's really hard work to judge your audience of 50 to we did one a couple of weeks ago of 600. And that might be an interesting category. So who's the best event host? There's a guy in the North County that comes down and he can do that Western style auctioning and really make money. And so I'm just blown away because I can't do that part. And I'm seeing more event tours in town. I know we have like the trolley and some other things, but I see people that do like a small group tours. I'm kind of fascinated by who does that and who does the best version of, walk around and meet the chefs or there's an electric bike tour of Santa Barbara now and things like that. I like hospitality things. People are always looking for, you know, the best food or best places to go and you do that. And you might have that category, but I've seen some new entries. Something I guess I'm disappointed in and there's just a no-win situation is when the best is not the biggest. So it's hard for them to have, you know, the horsepower on votes, but I don't know how all that works. But I like that you have, that, uh, runner up and, and other people that have a lot of strength. So people can see their names as well. Maybe they didn't get the big one, but they're there. I feel for you when you have some category like best cup of coffee in this town, because there's so many <laughs> great coffee places. And like you say, or best taco, you know, there's, it's a, it's a no win situation of just there's so many winners. Oh, that's a great
2: suggestion. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for your suggestions, John. And is there anything else you'd like to add about your win or the other best of categories?
1: I am a little stricken by this. You just made up a word. I didn't think I'd win in three categories. And frankly, in the social media site, there's a tremendous wave of competition that's out there. I I know there was the nominee list, but there's even so much more, whether it's a big news organization itself, or even my employers, Um, Mike Eliason, the greatest PIO photographer I've ever seen in my life from the Santa Barbara County Fire Department. Just blows me away, but I think over the course of the year I might be awake more hours than than, than than he is and 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 pumping out things one of the things I have done is not just use the items I know, of, but i'm I'm repurposing other people's shots as well a little bit more, but I used to not do as much of that. I do feel a little bad when I don't have a lot of content out every day of what's happening in the news, and I must tell you that there are people that say I get most of what's going on in this town from you, John. And I didn't think that that was going to be a number one choice for people as opposed to mainstream media. That surprised me. Probably good advice for anybody in media that that is, there are people that that get their number one content from the social media, as opposed to your website per se or TV and also just for your information, there are people that don't watch TV at all anymore, but have a TV and I have to educate them on how they can use their phone and with like three taps can get TV here for free on their phones uh, because we stream. I said, you don't have to watch it all the time, but in an emergency, I hope to be in the little square for you telling you what you need to know.
2: Thank you so much for coming on with us today, John, and, and congratulations. And also just thank you for what you do. You. Uh, you 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 lend a lot of spirit to this community and uh, we do appreciate it.
1: Yeah and and I appreciate you writing the edition. I could only not even imagine how much it is to track down everybody and 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 make it make it work, but it's popular. I'm going to sure tell a lot of people to grab a copy and I get I always give it to somebody new in town. I say this is your guide or go online to at least some of the the good places to go in Santa Barbara thanks to the Santa Barbara Independent.
0: Oh, well, thank you for supporting The Independent and for coming on the show this week. Hopefully we'll see you soon.
1: Thank you guys for doing this.
0: All right. So now I'm back here with Charles for a bit of Santa Barbara Best of Behind the Scenes. So, Charles, give me an overview. How many categories are there and what are some of the new categories this year?
2: There were 204 categories in Best of Santa Barbara this year. The new ones, pretty cool. And I think they definitely capture some of the trends that are happening. I would say number one, this was the year of the chicken. Oh boy. Fried chicken sandwiches is a new category. Best fried chicken sandwich and best chicken wings. And Sama Sama Kitchen had the best chicken wings in town. So I got to go and try those because I like chicken wings. I definitely want to check that out. Uh, Best Negroni. You know, we've had Best Martini forever and Stiffest Drinks, which Joe's Cafe always wins. I feel like that's almost like the original best of category. Best Law Firm, which kind of surprised me that we hadn't done that one before, but that one came in. Best After School Program. We haven't had that before. Anyway, if you're eating a fried chicken sandwich and drinking a Negroni, you're right on time. You're 2021 Fluent.
0: Yeah, this must have taken so much time to put together. I know you were telling me it's almost 80 pages of written words about all of the different winners. So I guess, what was that like, putting together this best of 2021?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of words, but, but fortunately, they are not all my words, because no one would necessarily want to read 80 pages of what I think about all these organizations and Businesses, but really what it comes down to is, you know, I contact everyone as best I can. And ultimately, what we're aiming for is to have these responses in the paragraphs that we include about each winner have the voice of the business owner, the person who won, and hear what they have to say and how they feel about being recognized in this way. There is a mix, some of them are more descriptive and, you know, are more. in in my voice than, you know, quote, dependent. I feel like that helps make it more readable overall. I don't know about you, but I always read it. I've always read it since, you know, I started working at The Independent, but even before then. And it's just a kind of classic form of, I guess they call it service journalism. And honestly, even though it was a really big project, and it took a lot of hours, It's kind of fun because it puts you in contact with people who, for the most part, are in a pretty good mood. They won. And and there's all kinds of interesting stuff happening in town. And I'll tell you one thing that's really clear is people just really love doing business in Santa Barbara. I mean, there's that special, you know, cliche, we live in paradise. People really do feel that, especially when their business is recognized as being the best of Santa Barbara. That puts you in a really good mood towards your business, but also towards Santa Barbara. So it's kind of win-win from that perspective.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a recognition of achievement, not only for the winners, but for you as well. I know it was a lot of work putting that together. So 2021, best of coming out this Thursday, October 21st. Be sure to grab yourself a copy. It's always great to flip through every year and look
2: stuff up i mean the best thing about it is that it's a reference work for the rest of the year you know if you need to think like who should i get to clean my house i'm sick of doing it that's for sure you can look and they'll, you know find out who was who was deemed the best by our readers and, uh, and give them a call
0: well as always charles thanks for coming on the show thank you great to see you Once again, I'm Molly McEnany, host of The Indie. Tune in next week for another episode.